Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. What do you think, Farron? We should rhyme again on this one? What number are you on? 143. Ooh-wee! What's love? Got to do, got to do with it, with it. Job rule! (laughs) Job rule! J-Lo and Ja Rule. That was a little Spiegel-ish. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, if you are an OG Witty and Gritty podcast listener, you know that there's a special place in my heart for Ja Rule. Yes. We do love some Ja Rule. Where is Ja Rule? I don't know, but I love him. Where are you, Ja Rule? Come on. Maybe we'll reach out. Maybe we'll come on the show. I'll tag him. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Cool. If you have a personal connection with Ja Rule, one degree of separation, guys, we can do it. Yes. The Love Language mini-series, and we are talking about our second love language. So last week was words of affirmation. This week is quality time. Yes, we spent a little bit of time defining what words of affirmation might be. Um, But when it comes to quality time, you might also think that needs no definition, but it does. It sure does, especially if your person does not have the same... (laughs) dialect as you do yes so uh, keeping with the analogy of languages um quality of time can be the same language but multiple dialects it can look different Mm -hmm. it can include you know intentional going out to a fancy dinner or on a intentional conversation it could even be a conversation it could be shoulder to shoulder time like Man, we both have work that we have to do, but we want to be together. What if we work in the same room? Yes. But for some people, that might not be enough. Right. And so we'll dive deeper into that. Those are all really good points you brought up just now, Farron. How it can look three totally different ways. For example, there we Morgan and I are in a really busy season right now. So summer times are his, his peak times and going on into the winter. So I guess technically now it is a slow time <laughs> at the timing of this episode. But there are times where I am working and he is working and we have had to compromise on like that is going to have to count as quality time for tonight. But there are times where we're like, hey, we really both want to watch this one show and it's going to be something like she's all that. (laughs) (laughs) There is a new updated version called he's all that and it is worth the watch. FYI. Like in a cringeworthy way. Um, <laughs> or did well, it take you back? There's lots of cameos from people in the previous uh, okay. one. There's lots of like throwback. Okay. Same type of story, just role reversal. Anyway, I liked it, but I also really like Freddie Prince Jr., you know? So mm-hmm. it is what it is. And uh, Paul Walker's in there, so good job, Paul Walker. There you R. go. Yeah. Yes, I like how you're leading in with, you know, that there's seasons where you and, might need it more. And it's discussed. That's yeah. the other important part. 
Because if we wouldn't have talked about it, I would have been bitter, being like, look at him working on his computer, and I'm just sitting here working on my computer. <laughs> but we... <laughs> yeah, so I guess I got a country twang in my head it's that gets like angry. The Pauline <laughs> workout. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It, it really, bottom line, communicate through the whole time, especially if, yeah, if it's a rough season. Farron, you scored higher on quality time. I did. And so did I. But what kind of quality time do you like? Well, I like the phrase that he says it's focused attention. Okay, yeah. Focused attention. So for me, if Jacob's on his phone and I'm on my computer working and we're shoulder to shoulder on the couch, that doesn't count for me. That doesn't count for me. Um, It's because our focus is not on each other. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't need him like staring into my eyes over candlelight (laughs) dinners or whatever, but... um, Focused attention. We had a day date not too long ago. Going, I love day dates. Yes. I'm too tired to That's stay up late. That's what it is. <laughs> it's like by the end of the night, we're like, can we just go home and be in bed by 8? It feels 8, like 30? 2 a.m. It's like 7. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When my parents take the kids, we go eat at like 5. Yeah. And we're in bed by 8. And yeah. it's glorious. Um, but to me, it really comes down to focused attention. So we were furniture shopping. And you might think, well, that's your focus is furniture shopping. But... Driving there, having conversations, walking yeah. through the furniture shop, making big decisions together. Uh, I felt like the focus attention was still on us. We moved recently, so even going through boxes of junk for like trash, keep, donate, um, those moments that we're having other conversations as we get another box or reminiscing mm-hmm. when we pull something out yeah. or discussing, do we really need this? We're, his attention is still to me and our life and so it's still that to me is enough that it doesn't have to be a dinner date just us to right for it to count so I'm kind of in the middle I really also like how you're living your life on things you're needing to do but you're putting your love language into it these bo- these boxes aren't going to unpack themselves but man if y'all can spend just one hour a day unboxing whatever you can set a timer for an hour and make that intentional conversation time you have done multiple things on the checklist as well that need to get done. So I really like how you tied that in. It's not like you have to schedule a date every week, which a lot of people do good, but you might not be able to because of babysitter situation or work schedules or whatever it is. So again, you have to adapt it to your own. But I really like that idea, Farron. And when I was reflecting on it too, and just even talking about it here, it really comes down to that quality conversation that yes. he talks about. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I don't know how many guys want to have like deep, meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. But again, my level of quality conversation is more of more than what are we having for dinner? Yeah. Um, you know, you give this one a bath, I'll do the showers or sure. You know, I'm going to the store, what do you need? Those are not <laughs> those are necessary yes. conversations. Yes. But to me, quality conversation is just like actually communicating about anything right and in our dream big mini series that's episodes 92 through 100 we talked about what's like that fifth or sixth question that you would ask in a conversation or what's that fifth or sixth talking point you would bring up after the bathing of the kids or the what does your week look like or whatever what are those questions down under there and that's when that's quality time most likely and if you're not a quality conversationalist or if you're not good at that or you feel like the conversation's hard to keep up you could take this book with you and you could answer the your turn questions. That's helpful. But something that Morgan and I do, sometimes we go on a date and when we're driving, we listen to 
music that maybe not necessarily our children should listen to. And y'all know I don't listen to secular music because, but there's some times where I let it loose a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll listen to certain music or if we, if our quality time for the night is watching a show, we'll pick something that's highly quotable and we'll just throw quotes at each other the whole next day. So it doesn't necessarily have to be conversation if you're either really exhausted and don't need to necessarily think, you'd rather just watch a show together, that could count too. But again, discuss it and make sure y'all are on the same page. Yeah. And uh, like they mentioned in the previous um, chapter, making lists. So there's sometimes that I'm like, man, I have a good question for Jacob, but I know he's working, probably plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely can't use his hands but, on his phone. <laughs> then by the time it's just me and him, I'm like, man, there is something I was going to ask you today, and I can't remember... We often have to say, did I ask you this out loud? Yes. yes. (laughs) So um, writing down like things to ask or talk about or a lot of times too, like we'll tell each other a story and it can be easy. Like, well, what would you have done differently or what Mm -hmm. would have you done in that situation? And so Mm -hmm. um, if you're not good at coming up with conversation topics, I bet they even sell conversation cards. They do. Or, you know, go get a Chick-fil-A kids meal and they have Uh those table topics in there. Boom. See? Already done for you. Thanks, Chick-fil-A. Making relationships better every day. There's another tactic. He, in one of these anecdotes when he's counseling someone, he asked the husband, he said, what are some things that you know your wife would like to do with you or that you would like to do with your wife? And he gave him a few minutes and let him write down ideas. And he's like, there you go. Now try to do one of these a week. If it's like dates or like go on a walk or go on a whatever, see how you can schedule it in. And remember with quality, with love languages, you want to be doing these things every day in a perfect world, right? Multiple times a day. So if it is, if the dialect is going on dates, have a couch date. It's free. And you can say, hey, 15 minute couch date at nine o'clock after we put the kids down. Back to quality conversation as quality time. If the talking thing is big, If your spouse is sharing about their day and you know their love language is quality time and they're telling you or venting to you a problem or something that happened, that's probably not the best time to jump in with a solution. Or, hey, have you tried this, this, this? Whenever they're really just trying to tell you about their day. They don't need you to fix it. And that is also helpful for fair fighting as well. Do you want me to listen or do you want me to help you? I want you to listen. Okay, great. Yeah, I do that with my parents. I do that mm-hmm. even with Brooke. I'm like, okay, so do you want me just to be mad with, or I'll be like, be mad with me. Yes. Or, so what do you think? Um, or maybe just to listen. Um, but then he goes on to talk about, man, when you vent or share something, and then you turn to the person and you're like, so how was your day? And they're like, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're cricket, like, cricket. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of bad, but whatever. So um, he he's basically, he goes on to say that some people are really good at sharing how they're feeling and mm-hmm. emotions. Um, and then, you know, they're looking for maybe a little bit of that back. And that might not be everybody. Um, right. So if you are having trouble sharing, it could be that, like, however your previous experiences have taught you, like, to bury those feelings. Or maybe you're not... Um, comfortable with being vulnerable but you can pick surface level things sure or even just if you know your spouse's love language or whoever 
is qual- is quality conversation. Have something already in mind, like, okay, I need to remember to tell them this funny story about my day. That could even, it could just be one little thing that you just consciously think of each day. Yeah. Sharing your emotions isn't just about having something to talk about, though. It's what deepens that level of intimacy. Right. Being able to share your feelings with someone else, and if you're, if the person feels that that's how you express love, and so you aren't sharing a lot of your feelings or what you're going through, then they could take that as, like, you don't have trust or you're not sharing, like, loving them or they're not able to love you well when you're not able to share. Mm -hmm. And so um, he suggests it could be simple as, like, I got mad today when someone cut me off. And then it's like, oh, yeah, well... What'd you do about it? Gave the bird <laughs> and zoomed by. <laughs> or you could be like, I decided just to like slow down, get in the other lane and not worth past him. Yeah. yeah. But those little things just give somebody who values that kind of conversation a little insight into your life and again takes it the conversation just to a more intimate level. Right. If you're also just needing extra tips on this, he gives you some. So just even maintain simple things like maintaining eye contact or looking at the person's face when they're talking. Make sure you're not on your phone or like scrubbing a dish or doing something else. If you are turning and facing your body towards them, you're making eye contact, you're actually having a conversation where it doesn't look like you're distracted, that's all positive. Yeah, if, so, if they ask you, are you even listening to me? If that's something they say often, that Uh-oh. could be a sign. that, And you're like, yeah, I'm listening to you. And then it escalates. Try some of, some of these things. I um, have worked with a lot of students that have dyslexia, and they don't understand why they get called on all the time. There, A lot of them can you know, be busy doing something and listening at the same time. And so they just always felt like attacked. And I said... As a teacher, I'm not doing it to attack you, but I'm trying to get your attention back in. And they're like, but I'm listening. So I've had to actually teach them mm-hmm. that this is what a good listener looks like. And we even and do, we that. do that at soccer. <laughs> we do yep. it at soccer with the tiny kids. because, And I've even had to do it with my big, the big girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone is going to read your body language and they're either going to feel like value that you're listening or they're going to feel like you are not listening and so then not as valued yeah for sure and that's that's a quick fix too yep easy fix so in your life events um when you're sharing those emotions it's called Mm self-revelation so again if you are choosing to share yourself with somebody that's just going to make you guys feel closer and in love he does give an example (laughs) The Dead Seas and the Babbling Brook. Mm -hmm. So they're sometimes in relationships. He calls it the Dead Sea, the person who like doesn't talk, and then the person who's the Babbling Brook who just blah 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 blah, the whole time. So when they go on a first date, they think they both had a great night. The person who's the Dead Sea is like, "Well, I didn't have to talk the whole time. Heck yeah!" And the Babbling Brook is like, "Oh my gosh, I got. I felt like they were such a good listener." But then what happens after those two years or it wears off? Now I feel like I don't even know this person. They don't even talk or she's talking my face off. So I thought that was an interesting point to bring up and how if you can recognize that in yourself, you know how to ask for certain things or show an example or model certain things. There are so many couples that come to mind that fit this description. Yes. <laughs> and it's not always the woman that's the babbling brook either. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Babbling Brook. Uh-huh. 
So I like his remedy for this. He talks about a minimum daily requirement for a healthy marriage is to talk about three things that happened to you that day and how you feel about them. So I think that's the piece that could get overlooked. And I've, yes. so I've beaten it like a dead horse. I don't know why people beat dead horses. It's just a saying, but there it is, is yeah. that feeling part. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not from here. So like sentence stems in the teacher world. Yes. Today, this happened. It made me feel like this. <laughs> and that may take a few times and it may feel awkward at first, but then it'll come more naturally or you'll be thinking about how you're feeling when it's happening, which is good. So that's wrapping up quality time from a conversation standpoint. And now let's talk about quality activities. So quality time to most people probably, I mean, for me, when I read that, I was thinking going and doing stuff and things things and stuff and stuff and things <laughs> but, but quali- not necessarily yeah he started out with conversation yeah but yeah great there are three ingredients to quality activity at least one of you wants to do it the other is willing carefully chosen word mm-hmm. willing mm-hmm. to do it and both of you know why you're doing it that last element i really like we've talked about this in one of these episodes way back when making a venn diagram <laughs> and you write down what you want to do and they write down what they want to do and then you see which overlaps and you can even start with what's in the middle or take a turn okay let's do this one and then next week you get a turn back and forth yes my husband is a three and so if there's not a lot of purpose to it like if we are not gaining or being productive then why are we doing it mm-hmm. And so going out on dates and such seems not very productive. Um, So I've decided that his why for going is a break from the kids. We love them to death, but man, a break break is nice. Yeah. Uh, But hey, it gets him there and we have that quality time. But, you know, there could be other people out there that don't want to... They need to know why. I'm one of those two. Yes. I am way more involved in a project. You get more buy-in. Mm-hmm. I am willing to follow somebody more if, if I know why. Where are we going? Why are we doing this? I feel what it ends up doing is like I feel like I can contribute and be a part of it. Yes. If I knew that was making you feel more loved, why would I not want to do that? Exactly. So, And knowing your why, that's not a new concept. Yeah. We all want to know our why, our purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even in things like spending time with your spouse, you know, you might not understand why they like scrapbooking. <laughs> I, I don't, but I like watching you do it. I, I love your smile, babe. It makes me happy. Jacob doesn't scrapbook for the record. I'm talking about Which myself. would be fun to see him try. <laughs> oh, it would be special. Oh, yeah, I like the whole... Getting on the same page. So in each of these love language chapters, when we're specifically talking about a certain language, he gives a your turn question. So again, this is great for if you need a a question to ask each other or to get conversation going. We would definitely recommend buying the book because then these questions are just going to spur on good conversation in a relationship. So this one on quality time is... What in your marriage detracts from spending quality time? You know what most people say? What? They don't have time. For quality time. Yes. And so I like how he talks about, you know, quality time and spending time together, doing the things that your spouse likes to do together is like essential for your Mm -hmm. marriage's health. Well, guess what? Eating and drinking water and all the things, those are essential and you make time to eat. So yes, time is a challenge. We don't want to Especially, we, we get you. Time is not easy to come by. It's all about making 
making yeah. the time. Sometimes you just need to reprioritize. There, we actually have a, I guess it's a reel on our Twenty One Kicks Instagram, and it's a time audit and how to walk through a time audit for a day, just a PM session on a work day. Yep. Do you need a little idea? If your spouse's love language is quality time, again, at the end of the chapter, they give you some ideas. And the two I picked, we talked about, but just to reiterate, one, making a list of activities that you guys would enjoy Mm -hmm. doing. And you know what? Sometimes, if there's not a lot of overlap, take turns. Go do something. Again, your why, you're doing it because they're going to enjoy it. You're going to have those memories for life. The other one was make time each day to share the events. So that practice of... Three things that happened and how you felt about them will naturally lead into an intimate conversation. Yeah, I like how you mentioned the list of activities. This one says, list out five. And then right after that, it says, don't assume you know what they like. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially you babbling brooks. Don't assume. Don't we assume. love y'all. I also liked the plan. This one was like, oh, that'd be cool if we could plan a weekend getaway just for the two of you sometime in the next Six months. Okay, I feel like that sounds reasonable. In the next six months, maybe we can get away for just a long day. It could even just be a long day Mm -hmm. if you needed. So, yeah, I liked those. Good ideas. That's what I like about this book, too. It gives you so many ideas and examples. Yep, that's what we're here for. Practical quality advice, folks. All right, next week we'll be back with the next, the third of the five love languages. Three of five. So, I guess technically we're half... Halfway? We gotta get through half of the next episode. That's right. Those mathematicians will be writing us angry letters. Oh, get out of here, mathematicians. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you next week. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes. 